The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Friday, October 21st, and we are here trying to take the mystery out of your financial life. So if you have a question, if something is bubbling up, if you're trying to work through a calculation, whatever it is, give us a holler. The easiest way to get in touch with us is go to our website, maybe the only way actually, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Now, before we got on the air, Mark and I, uh, we are recording this last week for this week, but we were talking about how it may be that I-bond rates actually will go down after the end of this month. Um, So bonds that were bought from May through the end of October are earning 9.62%. Then everything adjusts based on the new inflation data. So um, it may be that you have to maybe consider buying an I-bond before the end of this month when the new rate is announced. So just keep an eye on that. If you're looking to buy an I-bond, maybe you want to kind of lock in, but it won't matter anyway. It's still like you're just matching inflation. It's safe money. You can only do 10 grand a year per person. So just keep that in mind, okay? Good. All right. Today, we are very excited because we have a listener from Alaska on the line. And uh, we were making fun of ourselves before we got on the air with Lynn from Alaska. Because Lynn, we basically are talking to you as if you are uh, living in an igloo and ice fishing all day long, which you're not, right? Not most of the time. I like that. Ice fishing is a real thing. Okay, it is. All right, good. It seems like um, one of those activities, though, that I would hate. Because don't your feet get cold? No, people have little fires. The ice is so thick, you know, and then they have little huts to keep them in. We don't get that so much where we're at. We, uh, but we do have a lot of uh, a lot of wet and a lot of outdoorsy time. All right, and so you are killing bears with your bare hands, right? Oh yes, absolutely. Oh, that's what I thought. Okay, great. Now, what brings you to us today? What can we do for you? Well, I'm starting to have a little bit of a metamorphosis when it comes to planning for retirement. And retirement may not be, you know, full-blown leisurely time on the beach, but to allow us uh, some financial flexibility to make other other decisions. A little Um, little next endeavor, a little look ahead. So tell tell us like how old you are, who's the we, what's going on in your financial life right now? Um, So it's myself and my spouse. We both Mm -hmm. work full time. Um, Our kids are grown and out of the house. He qualifies for uh, what's um, kind of old term, the the PERS system, which is a uh, defined benefit program. 
Yeah. Um, so we expect uh, for him to have that and for that to be about just under 4300 a month once he hits age 60. How um, old is he now? So he is 52. Okay, he's and, young. Uh, and I am 54. I tell him that all the time. How much does he earn right now? Uh, about 102. And that defined benefit, does it does it require him to stay until he's 60? Is that where, it, or just to claim it at 60? Just to claim it at 60. It starts to pay out at 60 and there's no benefit to delaying that uh, claiming. Okay, got it. And how much do you earn? About 75. Are you also part of a pension system? Not currently. So currently I work in higher education mm -hmm. and... I opted into their plan, and in the higher education, we don't pay into Social Security. Mm -hmm. So instead, we get approximately about $3,200 a year um, in what the um, Social Security Department considers to be pension funds. Okay. And that's really kind of where I was going with my call today was I'm a little concerned um, trying to learn about WEP. The windfall, no, the windfall elimination yeah. provision. Mm. As I'm trying to kind of look forward and plan ahead, it's I'm I'm a little bit struggling with that. In the years prior, um, I only have about 18 years of what the uh, Social Security considers substantial earnings. Um, so well, I'm you only need you only need 10 years, so that's okay. 10 years to qualify, but um, when they look at WEP, they look at your total number of years as to the percentage that they discount you. Ah, uh, I got you. So tell me what, like, okay, let's just do a quick, some quick math right now. Um, does your, is your husband subject to the windfall elimination? No. Okay. So for him, his full retirement age, right? What's his social security benefit? Um, at age 67, it would be just short of 3000 So for you right now, based on your record, net of the windfall elimination, what does your Social Security record show? Prior to the windfall elimination, it'd be about 1500 But then that gets knocked out, right? I mean, right. Like does, it gets reduced to what? Um, it, according to their calculations, it looks like by about 40%. I'm not sure. Like, I mean, so the what, is your idea like bail out of what you're doing now so that you can, you know, crank on your record before you turn, you know what I mean? And, and like then make up for that. Right. So I've got, you know, some working years left mm -hmm. and I could work a few more years to have enough substantial earnings to change that percentage yep. uh, to something closer to like 20 percent. Because as I understand it, the windfall elimination, um, even so Social Security benefits can be paid out against my record or, you know, also 50 percent of the spouse if that's higher. Yep. Yes. When they calculate the amount. Um, yep. So the windfall elimination, as it's written right now, appears to apply either way. So yep. regardless of what uh, earnings record it goes against, they. You're still going to get knocked down. Right. OK. Let me ask you a very simple question. Do you like what you do? I don't necessarily like the industry I'm in. Okay. But I but I like I like the type of work that I do. Um I just don't know that where I'm at is maybe the best fit. 
Because if, obviously, if you loved what you did, you'd be like, who cares? I'll just, you know, I'll eat the elimination, right? Let's talk about the money you've saved so far. And then let's go back around to that. So we'll get back to like what you do next. All right. So right now you guys make 175 grand together, right? Life is good. You feel comfortable? I'd rather not have debt. I'm understanding, you know, or, or coming around to the picture that with inflation being the way it is, that maybe having some debt and putting more money towards uh, retirement savings might be a better financial decision. Well, let's talk about some of the assets and then we'll talk about the debt. So when you're talking about debt, are you talking about a mortgage? Yes. How much is your house worth? Um, about five and a quarter. Okay. And how much remains on your mortgage? 275. And what's the rate? 2.75. Okay. Let's go and do like, let's go from lowest risk to highest risk. Do you have an emergency reserve fund? Yes. How much is in it? Uh, 35. And do you have a brokerage account? No. Do you have retirement accounts? And if so, what kind? Let's let's go through it. What do you got? Yes. So we have primarily uh, Vanguard accounts, mm-hmm. uh, mostly in either um, the, I want to say, I lost the terminology, the uh, goal type accounts, you know, mm-hmm. retire. Target date funds. Thank you. So mostly in that, also in some index funds. How much is in your retirement savings right now? So all told, we have um, just over a million in total retirement savings. Yep. Um, of that, we have about 40 in Roth, mm-hmm. um, the rest in all pre-tax contributions. How much do you think you need to live on each year? You, you know, you have this 175 grand. Um, what do you think are your, what's your need? If we're looking ahead at retirement, what do you think your need is? Once you factor in taxes, I think about a hundred thousand a year. Um, you mean factoring be- in like property taxes or actual like income taxes? Factoring in income taxes. Okay. So okay. Trying to kind of figure out what our what our end ballpark is for yep. retirement years. I figure about a hundred k. And I mean, and you'll have forty three hundred of your husband's defined exactly. benefit, right? So about fifty thousand. Yeah. Right. And then you'll have another 3000 from Social Security eventually. Plus eventually. even at the worst case, maybe you'll have another 900 from yours. So you'll have 39. So let's, I'm just going to do like, there's two phases to this, right? There's phase 60 to 67 and then 67, you know, above, beyond. And at age 67, you have, you know, the 4,300 plus 3,900, which is, you know, it's not exactly right, but it's pretty close. From age 60 to 67 is where, you know, we have a a gap. So here's my question. How much longer do you think you guys want to work? Well, we'd like to have the the flexibility to make changes um, in about five years. What do you mean by that? When you say in five years, like that you would both make less money or, I mean, five years, he's only 52. I know. He works very physically taxing jobs. So yes, we'd be looking at maybe making less money, trying to give some flexibility there to, it's not going to affect his pension benefits because he's already kind of, you know, that's only going to go up from here. Right. Uh, but I want to be able to give him the option um, or give us the option if one of us were to get disabled or, mm-hmm. um, you know, stress-wise, health-wise. Um, that's why I've been focusing on debt and trying to... No, don't focus on debt, please. That is not where your focus needs to be. 
the focus needs to be that, um, and, and I'm not even so focused on your social security. I'm more focused on what you said after we talked about the windfall elimination, which is you don't love your job. So if you are going to plan on working for another five or six years, each of you doing something different, do you think between the two of you that you can basically make enough money just to pay for your needs? Do you feel comfortable with that? Yes. Okay. Are you putting money into saving money in retirement right now? Are you, are you putting a certain amount, a percentage of income? Are you both maxing out? Where, how much are you saving right now? So we are putting uh, money away. We are running um, about 50000 that we're putting away in various uh, types of accounts. Um, wow. That's a lot. That, that's with the employer match. Um, if you're just looking at what we put in, it's closer to thirty. Mm-hmm. But that's great. If you were to just both put in up to whatever the match is, what would that be? What would the amount be that you would have to fork over? Do you know what percentage or, you know, like where do they match? Where does it start? How much do you have to do? And then my idea is maybe to use, instead of putting all that money into retirement, I think you're going to need to put money in non-retirement in, you know, some sort of brokerage account, potentially not pay down your debt. Please don't do that. But we're going to need to have access to more money for you guys that has already been taxed. I think what you maybe should be considering is whether you want to just make a change, get a job that you feel more excited about. By the way, if it's a job that you like more, you might want to work more. But do you think that, you know, is it possible that if you're both sort of down, um, maybe not even downshifting, because it sounds to me like you want to like, it's just a different job. But if he is downshifting and he's making less money, then I think what's really becomes more possible is that you work into, you know, a couple of years into your 60s, because I am somewhat concerned that between 60 and 67, you, you know, you do need money, right? And a million dollars that you have in savings, in retirement savings, if you think about it, that money that comes out of the retirement, because it hasn't been taxed yet, even if you pulled out, let's say, 40 grand a year, 30 grand a year, then that gets taxed. And then that has to, whatever that amount is, you have to be able to sustain yourselves based on the amount of money you're pulling out of your retirement savings plus the $4,300 a month. And so I think you guys are going to have to work longer, even if you make less money. I don't think you can go from making together 175 grand a year to like zero. I don't think that's happening in five years because I think you will run out of money if that's the case. Yeah, I agree. That's yeah. The, my my intent was to build us a, a a savings to fund us for a couple of years at least, and to work part time. That would be my. I mean, so what I would think is, if let's just say for five years you're still kicking ass, right? And even if you know you don't have to, you don't have to change jobs. But if you want to change jobs, that's fine. Even if you had to make a little bit less money for you as you make this shift. I'd be okay with that as long as you're happier because if it meant that you could stay beyond five years, maybe it's seven years, and if he could downshift, and if you're both making enough money to support yourselves between the two of you, right, you would not be making any retirement contributions. So if you had from, say, age, let's call it uh, his 50, so five years from now, he's 57, you're 59. If you can then work for like three or four, maybe five years, and you are working part time and you're both happy and you're not killing yourselves and it's not physically demanding, 
the more you can delay dipping into that million dollar retirement savings pot, the better off you'll be. Because we know that once you get to social security, you're going to be fine, even with the windfall elimination. But it's it's works so much better if you can delay dipping into these accounts. That's from my perspective, at least. No, I definitely agree with that. Um, I do. One of the opportunities would be to change into a job that also has uh, the defined benefit plan. I mean, don't go crazy. It's fine if you do. Get a job you like. That's my my number one recommendation is try to find something where you feel like it's don't go for the retirement plan or this plan or that. Do get a job you like because you are so lucky that, you know, he's got this defined benefit plan. You need to find something you actually want to be engaged with. It matters less to me about what type of retirement plan you have. I mean, if you want to go back and, you know, get a job like that and it happens to work, great. But if not, don't go crazy. I think you're going to be really, you're in very good shape. It's just, we need to have a little more longevity for you. Yeah. The market's really killed the uh, retirement plan value and hopefully it'll come back up. It's not even hopefully. It will come back up, but the longer we can delay the, the act again, tapping in, the better off you're going to be. Now you have four kids. Are they, and you said they're all grown. Do you have retire, um, retirement? Do you have estate documents done? No. <laughs> oh, you see, Mark, did you know, I, I just love Lynn. So Lynn, um, do either of you have a benefit through work where you have some legal, you know, a service or you have, if you have that, use it. If not, you gotta, you gotta do this. You gotta I really do, this. do. It's really, it's really high on the list. And it's one of those things that just never gets done. You know why? Because it's like really not fun. But I have to say, we just spoke to somebody who um, who's had went through a situation where a parent died and they didn't have an up-to-date will or anything done. And they said, like, we immediately did our stuff because it's just like you don't want to leave that mess for someone to untangle. So it sounds to me like you're very thoughtful. You're worried a lot about your windfall elimination. I'm worried more about your estate documents. Like in the triage of your financial life, the estate's actually the most important. Especially with four kids. Exactly. Any other questions for us? I, I think I have my homework. Very good. All right. If you would like some homework assignments and you'd like some help maybe figuring out what's your next best move financially we would ask you to just go to our website. It's jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button. Let us know if you want to come on the air. Mark does everything else. It's Friday. So we are going to do our business. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Talercio is our executive producer. We are distributed by Cadence 13. Don't forget to leave us a rating and review on Apple. And of course, pre-order the new book. It's called The Great Money Reset. You know, all of the questions that we get around these uh, kind of pre-retirement questions, they all really do match perfectly with the theme of the book, The Great Money Reset. So you may want to pre-order it because you will get that in January and maybe you'll be able to reset your financial life. Just check it out right on our website. Please do something nice for someone else today. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.